Hey everyone, before we start this episode, I want to share with you guys another one of my favorite albums. This is Chuck by Sum41. I know you guys probably heard the news about the band disbanding, and part of me hopes it's just a PR stunt, or that they at least go to their 30th anniversary in about three years. I had the opportunity to see Sum41 on their 15th anniversary of Chuck back in 2019. It was an incredible show and one of my favorite concerts I've been to. Chuck is a heavier album that combines elements of metal and punk. They lean heavier with this album compared to the previous album and I really enjoy it. I highly recommend giving it a listen. Now, let's start the show. Hello everyone and welcome to the 15th episode of Season 5. I'm your host as always, Matthew Thomas. Thank you so much for tuning in. Before we jump into all the action, if you could, please thumbs up this video and make sure to subscribe and turn that notification bell. That way you not miss any new interviews or episodes. Also the best way to support this channel is to buy the shirts at threadless.com. Each purchase directly supports SCR and allows us to continue to produce super cool content like this episode. I'm kicking off this show with the latest music from Morning in May. On May 5th, Morning in May released a new single and music video for Table Etiquette. This single blends together rock sounds with catchy pop-like melodies. The track exudes an atmosphere of confidence draped in an alluring edge. The video showcases the warmth of spring while still having a frigid aura as snow melts behind the band while they play on a cold day in Cleveland, Ohio. Please check out and support Morning in May. This is their new single, Table Etiquette. Check it out and enjoy.
Once again, that was Table Etiquette by Morning in May. Please check out and support this great band from Ohio. Morning in May is currently on tour. Their next show is Thursday, May 11th in Amityville, New York at the Amityville Music Hall. If you get a chance, make sure to see them live. Now it's time for the latest topics and news. Let's go! On to our first piece of news. On May 5th, the Smashing Pumpkins released their latest album entitled A Tomb, Act 3. This album is the concluding album of their three-part rock opera trilogy, including the albums Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness and Machina, The Machines of God. In a recent interview, Billy Corgan had to pay a ransom to a hacker so the album would not be leaked. Corgan said, right when the album was being mixed and mastered, which is a very kind of nervous time because the files are finally going out to different people. And as you can imagine these days, everything's digital. So a fan contacted me and said, nine of the songs have leaked. This is like six months ago. And they were all probably the most catchy, singly type songs. So it's like, not only is it six months too early, but you're pretty much giving away the album before you even have a chance to set your feet into the ground. And somehow, some hacker was offering the files for money, and we were able to trace it, pay off, and keep it from leaking. The FBI got involved. Corgan continued, I don't know how they got what they got. Ransom was paid out of my pocket, unfortunately. We were able to do was stop the leak from happening because it was a mercenary person who had hacked somebody. They had other stuff from other artists. It wasn't like some Pumpkins fan that was hell-bent on breaking it on Reddit. Somehow, they gave some information that allowed the FBI to track them. I don't know the end result of it yet. I was very surprised when I heard this story. I can understand why he paid for the ransom. This album was the third act and a follow-up to two other albums. It was a critical album and if someone would have leaked the album completely, it would have ruined the anticipation and surprise and also the marketing, as Corgan mentioned in the interview. Since everything is digital, it makes it easier for someone to steal files if they are not properly protected. I hope the person who hacked in and stole the files is held accountable. I'm glad Billy was able to get the files back, even though he had to pay the ransom. It shows how dedicated he is to the music and how far he would go to protect his music. On to our second and final piece of news. Late musical icon Prince will have a stretch of Minnesota highway named after him. The seven mile section of road travels past the musician's former Paisley Park headquarters just outside of Minneapolis. The portion of Minnesota State Highway 5 will be called Prince Rogers Nelson Memorial Highway after the musician's real name. Signs marking the road's name will display Prince's unique shade of purple, according to the bill's lead sponsor, Republican State Senator Julia Coleman. Coleman said, Prince was a true genius, a visionary artist, who pushed the boundaries of music and cultures in ways. Coleman added, listeners can hear Prince's influence in the work of countless musicians who came after him, and his legacy continues to inspire new generations of artists to this day. 
Prince was a beloved musician and I'm very much in favor of renaming Minnesota State Highway 5. Plus, I think the purple road signs will look amazing in person. Coleman is correct that many musicians, even up to present times, are influenced by Prince in some form. Prince really pushed the boundaries of music and his legacy should be honored and preserved. Now it's time for another edition of This Week in History. What historic events happened this week? Let's dive in. On May 9th, 2020, American singer-songwriter and rock and roll pioneer Little Richard passes away at age 87. On May 12th, 1965, the Rolling Stones record their smash hit, I Can't Get No Satisfaction. On May 13th, 2019, American singer-songwriter, actress, and animal rights activist Doris Day passes away from pneumonia at age 97. And that is it for this episode of Super Cool Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. Any topics or news you want me to cover, let me know in the comment section. I have time to feature one more song before we go. I'm going to spin music from a great original rock and roll band from San Jose, California, known as the New Nothings. I dig their sound and look forward to seeing how they progress as a band. This is I Wrote It, You Read It by the New Nothings. Check it out.
Once again, that was I Wrote It, You Read It by the New Nothings. And that is it for this episode of Super Cool Radio. If you enjoyed this episode, please like this video and hit that subscribe button. I'm your host as always, Matthew Thomas. Hope you have a great rest of your day. And remember, stay frosty!